Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. One of the things about this that's really quite remarkable is how the Republican Party has put itself in the position of defending a man who paid $130,000 in hush money to a porn star in the waning days of a presidential election. George Conway has it all wrong. And the problem with this whole conversation is that I'm commenting about things George Conway says. George Conway has no reason to be listened to other than he slept his way into being accepted by MSNBC and CNN because the the person that he was sleeping with was the person they hated the most, Kellyanne Conway. Well, the person they hated second most. Trump was the person they hated most. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY-833-468-8669. He slept his way to the top. George Conway offers something, some story, some history, some study that really makes you say, my gosh, what he has to say about Trump matters at this stage of the game. I mean, don't get me wrong. George Conway has his own story. George Conway has done uh, some some things in his life, whether it be his, his legal career or other stuff, but there's nothing about him that mattered to anyone until he said, oh, I hate that Trump. And then everyone said, Ooh. all right, we'll put him on if we can't get Michael Avenatti. And that, I'm assuming they would do that. And then they'd take their, their fingers and like, like kind of rub them together. Go like that. George Conway in a dissertation on MSNBC proves enough m- missing of what's happening regarding the indictment of Donald Trump, the arraignment that'll take place tomorrow. He'll be fingerprinted, he'll be booked. He will plead not guilty, as we are told, and we are told he is as ready for this fight as anybody else. Gearing up for battle, as is described by the BBC. Heck, we were told that Trump wants the perp walk. Trump wants it all. Because he knows there is a martyr moment in all of this. His supporters are convinced that this is the moment that gives him the nomination, locks the mother up. Mm, Just done. Done as done can be. It is finished. It is complete. And the next thing you know, Trump is back in the Oval and everybody's singing. Horseshack's going to be vice president. Mr. Carter's going to be in charge of the budget. It's going to be fantastic. God, the song is so good. The days when TV had actual theme music. You see, Kylan and AJ, you don't know that. Kylan and AJ running the show today. That's right. It takes two people to run this show. That's how intense it is. You don't know about television shows and theme songs. You're too young to have even known that I'll be there for you when the rain starts to fall. You don't know anything about friends. 
of my friends. Don't you don't know. That. I mean, maybe, maybe you know. This is a story all about how my life got twisted, turned upside down. Maybe you know Fresh Prince, possibly. Oh, Fresh Prince all day, Tony. You know, but but what? But what else? Like, like you don't know uh, the good stuff. Do you know that the theme to Mash isn't actually instrumental, or it is instrumental, but it's a song called "Suicide Is Painless." Do you know the history of music? My gosh, no. Sad. It is sad. Do you know this? Television City in Hollywood. Has either one of you ever seen that show? Um, It was not a good time for me. No. No. Did not see good times. Did you just try and tell a joke? I did. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe not on your first day back in a couple of years. Maybe just... Maybe just pace yourself on that one right there. Trump is ready for the fight. Trump's ready to go. Indict him. Go prove your case. Now, in order to engage this properly, I need to bring this back to George Conway because I want to share with you how they're making the wrong case and whether or not this is being done purposefully or really and truly we're dealing with people who are all emotional and are not fact-based. To do that, let's start with Nancy Pelosi because what Nancy Pelosi said is that Donald Trump will have the opportunity to prove his innocence. And with that line, one should shudder at the absolute horror of the statements of the former Speaker of the House who makes the claim to actually be somebody who would uphold, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. This is not a nation where you prove your innocence. This is a nation where those coming after you have to prove your guilt. And not only prove it, prove it beyond reasonable doubt. The entire conversation, the entire load, the entirety of the pressure is not on Donald Trump. It's on Alvin Bragg, the district attorney of Manhattan. Now, I want to make sure that you and I understand each other. I like it when you and I understand each other. I'm not saying that you have to like Donald Trump. Not saying it at all. I'm not saying that you have to vote for Donald Trump. Not saying it all. I am not saying that you have to think Donald Trump is a good and decent and moral person. Not saying that at all. You can hate him. You can think he's indecent. You can call him immoral. You can call him a no-good son of a bitch for all I care. This is not the subject here. Recognize that when the Speaker of the House says he'll have a chance to prove his innocence, that that could simply be just an improper wording. Of course she knows innocent until proven guilty. Or... It could be purposeful because why would you ever put into the minds of Americans that that's an innocent man until proven otherwise? 
because what you have told America time and time and time again is that he is guilty. He will always be guilty. He's guilty of everything. And how should anybody think anything else? Why in the world do we need a courtroom to tell us he's guilty when we already know? Does either one of you know what that is? No, you don't, do you? Are you telling me, Kylan and AJ, you don't know? Oh, my God. Yeah, we... Uh... Uncultured. I'll let it play. I want to say Starsky and Hutch or the Blues Brothers, but it's not. You want to say Starsky and Hutch? Or the Blues Brothers. But it's not. Oh my! What? It's been so long, Tony. What? What? Blues Brothers. All right, you're out of the competition, Kylan. You have one more chance. Let me play a little bit more. For AJ's job, what is that the theme to? Um, give me, is it? Oh gosh, I don't remember. <sighs> it's People's Court. It's People's Court. Yeah, no. With Judge Wapner, five minutes to Wapner, and do you know what five minutes to Wapner's from? You know what? Uh, we we have so much work to do generationally. That's all I've got. That is all. I've, trust me, they could do the same to me. I'd get abused. Come on. I'm just saying I thought people's court was universal. Pelosi, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC. Guilty is Trump. Anything Trump is guilty. It's why... Alvin Bragg went forward with this indictment, in my view. Because he must know that the onus upon him is great. As a matter of fact, there's going to be a conversation as to whether or not the judge who looks at this case says, are you out of your mind? You're going to take something that happened seven years ago, which is a misdemeanor on its best day, decide that it's a violation of state election laws, therefore a felony, and charge him with a felony for paying off a hooker? Oh, she's not a hooker, Tony. She's a porn star. Well, excuse me. By the way, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I was just trying to use the proper descriptor. This is what the case is about. Now, you could say to me, well, Tony, the problem is you don't actually know what's in those documents. You haven't seen the the, the charges. You don't know. Well, let me bring in a guy who's been a prosecutor before, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Yes and no, right? It does not surprise me that there are that many charges because what you're talking about are financial transactions. And you can do it one of two ways as a prosecutor. You can bulk them all into one or two counts or you can break them out into individual counts. And that's about your own decision in terms of how you want to present the proofs ultimately at trial and how you want the jury to consider it. So it doesn't surprise me that there's a lot. 
But I do think we're making a lot of presumptions based upon, you know, media talk and, and, and talk from defense lawyers who you got Joe Tacopina to admit this morning. He has no idea what's in the charging document. Right. He hasn't seen it. So I do think there may be some surprises in there for us, because the one thing I loved when I was the U.S. attorney, George, was only I knew what I knew. And that's the secrecy of the grand jury system. And then you have to, as the prosecutor, put your proofs forward. And unlike what Nancy Pelosi said on Twitter this week, Donald Trump doesn't have to prove his innocence. In fact, the government must prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he's guilty. So the number of charges doesn't really surprise me at all. But the fact that everyone's presuming they know what, the, what what's in there when we don't, it, I think some people could be surprised. And I, think one of- I don't believe that we're going to see surprises, but that's based on a just a theory that there are no surprises to add in. That the surprises will be seen as laughable compared to the laughability of the basis to which we all know we are here. 34 charges, that's what we kept hurting. 34 counts, 34 counts, it's charged with 34 counts. If we're talking about how something was recorded in a ledger and it was maybe placed here and placed there, or maybe it was a little bit here and a little bit there and there were payments made here and payments made there and there were 34 payments, that's 34 charges. Same issue, they just get to break it up so it looks and sounds big. So again, proving the point that this isn't about Trump being innocent until proven guilty. This is about the charge is worse than the crime. All they want to do is say it. They don't care if they prove it. Go back now to George Conway. Let me start from the beginning. Speaking on MSNBC to Morning Joe. One of the things about this that's really quite remarkable is how the Republican Party has put itself in the position of defending a man who paid $130,000 in hush money to a porn star in the waning days of a presidential election and did that, you know, without compunction, did that. I mean, it would have been a scan. It was a scandal in and of itself. And yet they're, we're, they're completely inured to it. And the reason is because once you start admitting that Donald Trump does something that's wrong or does lies and does little things that are wrong or slightly bigger things that are wrong. You have to open up to the everything that you know he did that he lied about and that he was that you lied for him about if you're a Republican, pretended that didn't didn't exist. And that is the problem for the Republican electorate. I mean, people talk about we always hear discussion here about how, oh, the Republican Party, when is it going to come to its senses? Well, the problem here is you have millions of Americans who allowed themselves to be taken in by this man and decided they were going to ignore all negative evidence about him and pretend that he was a normal human being, pretend that he was a sane human being, pretend that he was a competent president, pretend that you know how to spell, pretend all of these things. Trump doesn't know how to spell? What? Trump wasn't a competent president? Hold on. Do we want to discuss policy? Do we want to discuss trade? Do we want to discuss the Abraham Accords? What do you want to discuss? Trump's a far more competent president than Joe Biden's been. That's not a debate. You want to debate this? Listen to his discussion and realize this is the very best that they can come up with. 
You have to accept that Trump's a bad guy. But what did I say in the beginning? Of course you can think Trump is a bad guy. The question before us is not whether or not you think Trump is a bad guy. Do you think it's rational to so abuse power and the judicial system that you will absolutely confuse and 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 twist everything you can in in order to get Trump? In order to have one more charge because you believe the charge is worse than the crime, you don't even care if he's found guilty of the crime because you don't even think he's innocent. You think he has to prove his innocence. Do you see how this comes together? That they're trying to set the stage that he's guilty and you're guilty for even questioning why are we doing this to this guy? You're not allowed to have another opinion. You can't be someone who says, I think Trump sucks, but this is crazy. These people ain't got nothing. Not only do they not have it on Trump regarding uh, the payment to Stormy Daniels, This is the party of decency? Please. I'm Tony Katz. Russia still has a reporter from the Wall Street Journal. They have accused him of espionage, and they don't plan on even beginning any quote-unquote proceedings until May. Well, that's something. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, good to be with you. The espionage charge is so they can extract some level of payment from the United States. It's not espionage. And to think that it is, or to think that this reporter is, is laughable. Now, there is a question, certainly a conversation to be had about why do we have Americans in Russia? We know Vladimir Putin can't be trusted. We know that this is a risk, and I would make the assumption that this Wall Street Journal reporter knew it was a risk. Aaron, uh, not Aaron, Evan Gershkovic, G-E-R-S-H-K-O-V-I-C-H. I believe it is Gershkovic is how it's pronounced. This guy is going to spend a long time in a jail cell in Russia. Things are not going to be good or easy. And one has to ask, well, what is the plan? And I admit to you that while I am not opposed to diplomacy, there are times where I'm not interested. I am interested in Pax Americanus a la Pax Romanus. I am a Roman. I am an, I, I am an American. And I walk the earth free from fear or reprisal or repercussion. How in the world do you let Russia kidnap American people? You allowed it with Brittany Griner. She at least had the vape pen on her. What's the story here? And is the answer, well, the problem is, is that you, uh, You've been giving money to Ukraine. Maybe if we'd stayed out of the whole dang thing, this wouldn't be a thing. Maybe. But maybe the taking of Americans is still a step too far, no matter who you are, and somebody's got to respond with a punch to the mouth.
oh, I don't think that the United States will. I'm saying it should. This is Tony Katz today. So let me take a few minutes to take a few stories and find how they connect. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Back in my early days, I was doing a nighttime show on, on WIBC in Indianapolis and before I had moved to Indy. And I would I would do this thing where I would I would do connect the dots. How stories connect, how the these issues that we discuss come together and there's a really good one, two, three punch uh, within this. And we start with Bud Light. Bud Light, according to Dylan Mulvaney, has come out with a uh, can with this guy's face on it, and they're celebrating March Madness. March Madness. NCAA basketball, except Dylan Mulvaney, who is a man, claims to be a woman. And Dylan Mulvaney not only claims to be a woman, but engages in being a caricature of a woman that is so absolutely over the top that there's nobody who would actually believe it, except everyone's told that they have to believe it. You know Dylan is lying. I know Dylan is lying. I don't know if Dylan knows Dylan is lying. But you must celebrate. I'm I'm sorry, I have to do what? You have to celebrate Dylan. What does that mean? Well, you got to do like Drew Barrymore did on her TV show. You have to get on your knees and sing his praises. You see, Tony, you said it wrong because you didn't say her praises. I understand. I won't do it. I won't. I'm not going to lie to myself. I'm not going to lie to others. I have a code, a code that keeps me alive. I won't violate it for anyone, for any reason, at any time. I won't do it. I will not lie. And I don't care if Dylan is happy or sad. I don't care if anybody who is transgender is happy or sad. You can't demand that I lie. That's exactly what's going on. Why in the world is Bud Light doing this? Does it make any sense to their brand? Does it make any sense to say, hey, we are a beer and we sell primarily to this group of people. What we need to do is show how woke we are and show how accepting we are. After all, it was Transgender Visibility Day. I'm sorry, it was what? Transgender Visibility Day the other day. Don't you know? No, I didn't know because why in the world is this a visibility thing as opposed to people just living their lives? Because it seems to be not about people living their lives. It seems to be about an ideology that demands your fealty. Why else would you celebrate its visibility? They put this guy, dressed as a woman, his face on a can. And 
He's doing ads, uh, posts on, on, on Facebook, posts on Instagram, follow me here and learn more about it. And it seems to me there's something going on called March Madness. I thought it was because we were having a hectic month. Turns out it has something to do with sports. That's right. This man, Dylan Mulvaney, is now engaged in a caricature that women don't know anything about sports. <laughs> I guess Sage Steele isn't actually a person. Forget you, Hannah Storm. You don't really know anything. Real women don't know about sports. They're just so girly. My gosh, I guess Caitlin Clark never played women's basketball. I guess Lindsey Vaughn never did that skiing. And as for you, Ronda Rousey, <laughs> That was never a tough arm bar anyway. Don't don't look at me. Don't get angry with me. They're the ones saying it. They're the ones doing the thing. Now, how does this apply to, well, a story from CBS? CBS is refer- refusing to note that the murderer in Nashville who killed six at a Christian school, including three nine-year-olds. They refuse to use the term transgender, as is written by Matt Vespa over at Town Hall, uh, reported originally via Fox. CBS News is reportedly ordering staff not to use the term transgender to describe the shooter responsible for Monday's shooting. They have not yet ruled out, by the way, police have not yet ruled out, uh, that gender identity may have been a factor in the manifesto. Notice we don't have the manifesto yet. For anybody else, we would have the manifesto and we would know how it's Trump's fault. But with this woman, we don't have a manifesto. And we have CBS saying we won't say uh, transgender. As a matter of fact, they advise saying police identified the suspect as 28-year-old. They use the name. I I don't use names. Police identified the suspect as 28-year-old so-and-so who they shot and killed at the scene. Oh, so no mention of the fact that this woman had a gun, already had killed six people, and was firing at cops. Pointing the gun at cops? Waving the gun in the cop's direction. Nothing. Had multiple firearms on her person. That's not going to get mentioned. Just the police killed her. Huh. You know what the problem here is? The problem here is we were told that what's important is transgender visibility. But here's CBS not talking about somebody's transgender. Why not? So you don't mean transgender visibility. You mean transgender propaganda. You don't mean visibility. That's not what you mean. What you are getting into is a concept of celebration. There is an author by the name of Jeffrey Marsh. I swear to you, I had seen videos before, but I didn't know who this was. Jeffrey Marsh makes videos on TikTok. 
And Jeffrey Marsh wants you to know how important it is that you recognize people who are transgender. And in order for you to, for you to recognize it, you have to be threatened. You don't believe me? You don't believe me? Okay, you don't believe me. Maybe you'll believe Jeffrey Marsh. Let me tell you something about LGBTQ rights, about trans rights. This is only going in one direction. You will respect us. You can be upset. You can be angry. You can think it's unfair. You can feel like we're stealing something from you. But it's still only going in one direction. You will respect us. Huh. How does that how does that work? I I will respect you. I don't know what that I don't know what that means. You see, if you are an adult and you want to go about living your life the way you see fit, I don't I don't get involved. I work with people I've never once asked about their bedroom habits. I've never once asked never once asked about who they're attracted to. I've never once asked. And by the way, you can you can ask them, I don't ask. I barely say hello. I don't get involved in other people's lives. So why are you sitting there like some kind of tough guy screaming that I will respect you? What if I don't? Now, what if I don't pay any attention to you whatsoever? What if I ignore you completely? What if I see you walking down the street and I don't respond? What if I don't notice? What if I don't give a damn? Do you take that as disrespect? And then what are you going to do? I mean, you will respect us? Is that is is that a threat? I've got Bud Light celebrating a man who plays a caricature of a woman. I have got CBS that refuses to report the data because it might look bad to people who are transgendered. And then I've got this person screaming at me, or not even screaming, threatening me that I will respect them and you got to assume it's a, or else. What am I watching here? Maybe I can wrap it up with this. At the University of Pittsburgh, Riley Gaines gave a talk. Riley Gaines is the swimmer. She, NCAA champion, and she was competing against Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas is a man. Leah Thomas was born male. Leah Thomas will die male. Leah Thomas can call himself Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas is a man and wasn't a very strong swimmer amongst the best male swimmers, so became a female swimmer, didn't become, decided to say, and then people just said, okay, absolutely, whatever you want, ma'am. And Riley Gaines took offense to this, because Riley Gaines is correct, and Leah Thomas is wrong, and so are Leah Thomas's supporters. And Riley Gaines gets protested for noting that women are not men and men are not women. Riley Gaines goes to University of Pittsburgh. I believe this is the conversation that breaks out. 
But if you were to dig up a human, two humans, in a hundred years from now, both man and woman, could you tell the difference? Strictly off the of bones. No. Because there's a Riley. <laughs> Riley Gaines asks a most basic question, and also uh, the question proves how much studying she's done. If you were to dig up the bones of two skeletons a hundred years from now, were you, would you be able to tell the differences between them? Could you tell if one was a man and one was a woman strictly on the bones? The response you heard comes from a professor. The professor's name is Gabby Yearwood. And his answer was no. You can't tell. And got upset about why he was being laughed at. How dare you laugh at me? I'm the expert in the room. The male body and the female body are different. And of course you can tell by the bones whether a skeleton was a male or a female. Of course you can tell. Of course the professor has to know this, but the professor says no, then tries to give some kind of explanation. When I asked this question of my brother, the good Dr. Katz, he laughed out loud and walked away. He wouldn't be any more part of it. Dylan Mulvaney is a man. CBS is not a news organization. This guy threatening me about respect is telling you that you are in physical danger if you don't celebrate him and the professors won't answer honestly. How does all of this connect? Follow me. If you understand anything about history and specifically the history of communism, you understand that whether it be Lenin or Stalin or whether it be Mao, whether it be Kim Jong-un of today or whether it be Xi Jinping, Everything is predicated on the idea that on high nose and you agree. Communists don't have free thought. Communists are told what to think. Communists do not have choices. Communists are told what is best for them. The connective tissue here is that on high has said, this is what you will do, and if you don't do it, you're guilty of transgenocide. I'm sorry, I'm what? Oh, yeah, 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 you have an opposition to this little thing, so therefore you're leading people uh, to, to kill themselves. Good job, murderer. How else would one take the, the statement of, you will respect us? So it's not even that I leave you alone. It's not that I leave you alone and let you live your life the way you see fit. It's that I must now be compelled to the celebration. How is that different than anything Mao would have ever demanded of his people? It's not. And the celebration includes taking a man who plays the part of a woman and putting him on a beer can. Not actually putting a woman on a beer can. 
putting a man on a beer can. Showing how good I am is denying science in every way. You can't tell the difference between the bones of a man and a woman. What are you, out of your mind? Why, you'd have to be some kind of biologist to do that. We have been making this differentiation just in the width of the hips because we know that that's how it works. So you are watching companies engage the celebration because they're being threatened that they have to do more celebrating. And you're watching companies not say anything bad about the people they're supposed to celebrate because even though it is fact that the woman who engaged the murders in Nashville was transgendered, was claiming to be a male using these kinds of pronouns and the manifesto might explicitly explain it you can't make them look bad you have to celebrate them because you've been threatened to celebrate them and even when you're a professor you better damn well live up to exactly what we tell you to the connective tissue is communism the connected dots are communism you will do what you are told and you will think what you are told. I'm not down for that. I'm Tony Katz. Yeah, I went a, I went a little long on that. Sorry. Dr. Matt Will is scheduled to join us. What in the world is going on with McDonald's? Worse than that, what's going on with OPEC? Exactly how hard are we about to get screwed at the pump as they cut production by a million barrels a day. Find everything. TonyCats.locals.com. This is Tony Katz today.